well, well, well. Happy Sunday, everybody, and happy Sunday to you, John. Happy Sunday to you, Ben. It's good to be here on a Sunday. It's looking good. We've got 14 viewers already. 14, I'd say. 15. 15. 15, wow. Yeah, Maybe we should do it on a Sunday. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this goes, I guess. We'll see how this goes. But how are we all? I hope we are all well. I hope I can see David, Andrew, Vaughan, Beats and Tapes. Who else have we got in there? I thought I saw Shalini, Julie, Dreadeye, Militant Mushroom, uh, and whoever else is there. If I didn't mention you, I'm sorry, but hello, hello, hello. Una. 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 Well, giving us a wave. Giving us Una a wave. Smith. Mm, not Smith, Smythe. I like that. Right, well, Luke Honeypunder, he, he did say to me on Twitter, I'll be there, I'll be there. Apparently I sound a bit tinny. Emma Watts? Well, that's just yeah. Ben, he does sound a bit tinny, I'm sorry, people. Is he, is he messed up on the audio again? No, I haven't have changed have the audio. Let me have a listen. You do say tinny. It sounds awful, yeah. Oh, does it sound awful? Yeah. Oh, it sounds awful. Try it now. <laughs> Hold on. No, you have to. Hold on. You have to speak. Oh, now it sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, that, yeah. My, my bad. <laughs> I forgot. What do you do? I forgot to mix my issue because he, he insists on listening to the pre-roll. So on uh, French, in, in, in French, when you talk about being late, John. What's, you, what's the word? Oh, oh, my God! Oh, dearie me! Dearie me. Tiny. I, I mean, tiny. So. Uh, everybody's happy with the sound for now. Thank you. I don't just say now; I say for now. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so well, never know how things are going to go. If it goes off, flag it up to us because that's your only job, apart from. Well, actually, actually. Adoring. No, actually, apparently they shouldn't like us. So what they what? should do is they should click the dislike button. Right? Right. Uh, bear with me. Right. And then hit the like button. Because on YouTube, so it counts as two interactions. It counts as two interactions, and you go from a minus one to a plus one, which is a two-step jump instead of going from a zero to a plus one. Ladies and gentlemen, hit the dislike button, <laughs> then hit the like button. We'll see if that does anything for the algorithm. But hit the dislike button and then hit the like yeah. button. We're trying to we're trying to game the algorithm yeah. a little bit. Do not forget to hit the like button. <laughs> yeah. Remove your dislike instantly. That's okay, look. All you need to do is dislike us and then like us again. Hey. Yeah. That's all it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Okay, well, it's Sunday night. Um, I've I've had an interesting couple of days. I went to see the Haunted Mansion. You did? The yeah. cinema, yeah. Yeah, um, and the critics hated it. The critics absolutely hated it. Yeah. I didn't. Well, that's good. Because you paid well, money to go and see it. Well, define pay... I didn't pay... Well, money yes, you did. You didn't get it for free. No. You exchanged... Some kind of drinking token in order to get entry to the cinema. Yes. What did you I, have I, I, when you went to the cinema? Just some more interest. Did you have any comestibles? 
I did, yeah. Oh God. So, I did not have a fizzy. I did not have yeah, a fizzy drink. Okay, but uh, you had a milkshake, didn't you? Of course, I had a fucking milkshake. So, so there goes your sugar-free. That's what? How long were you sugar-free? How many hours? hours? Six hours. Thirty-six hours. Thirty-six. Six hours. Thirty-six. Six hours. <laughs> but no, I, I didn't have a fizzy drink. I had a milkshake. Oh. Because it really matters whether the sugar comes in fizzy or, <laughs> or not. Hey, it was a decadent treat. Right? It's not something that I yeah, drink yeah. 15 of a day. It was a decadent treat. And it was bloody lovely. I had a mixture of what I have. Choc chip, mint choc chip, um, honeycomb, and then this thing called ribbon. And it was like a mixture of brownie and vanilla and caramel, all put into a milkshake Sounds and blended disgusting. up. Disgusting. It was fantastic. It really was fantastic. But yeah, I'm sitting here praising a Disney movie. Was uh-huh. it perfect? No, it wasn't, right? But it's a damn sight better than anything they've put out in God knows how long. I I understand why it's a 12A. People were going to take their kids to see it, but they can't. Was it quite scary? Well, no, it's not scary, not really, but it, it deals with some very adult topics, I would say. It really... Did you take Dexter? Yeah, I did. And how did he cope? He he enjoyed it. The boy loves horror. So Haunted Mansion, he's straight there. But no, the, the core of the movie is how to cope, or at least coping and dealing with loss and grief and death. And it's just... It's, it's really well done, I think. And it also, if you're a fan of the theme parks like I am, and you're a fan of the rides, they really did pay close attention and take really good care with the law that's attached to the rides. They used both Florida and California's mansions in the movie. You went to both. Um, and it, it, I, I just really quite enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't woke. It wasn't anything like <sighs> that. It was just... A, a movie about dealing with loss, dealing with grief, and Jared Leto actually put in a good performance because he was covered up by CGI. Cool. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I would say go and see it, personally. Yeah. yeah. If you've got nothing else to do and you want to go yeah, to the yeah. cinema, go yeah. see The Haunted Mansion. Yeah, yeah, okay. Enjoy it, I think. I spent the weekend levelling a floor. Levelling a floor. Levelling a floor. As Did you, you enjoy it? No, particularly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went out last night to the old karaoke with the wife and some friends and got a babysitter. Yeah. John calls me up, right? John calls me up. He didn't realise I'm out of the karaoke despite well, he the never fact told I put me. Out. You didn't tell me you didn't check in and say I'm going out tonight. Don't call me. He like I say, he he didn't realise despite the fact I'd put out a tweet saying I'm at the karaoke, bloody bloody blah. Yeah, right? a general tweet to what? I don't get your general tweets. You're mute. Anyhow. He calls me up, and I'm pretty sure, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's half cut at this point, right? It was what, half ten or something? Half ten, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's going to me. What was well, it? I was, quite, I was quite impressed because I did that. I was, I was, I was kind of loose end and I'm going through YouTube, and this guy goes, are you tone deaf? And I goes, well, Ben tells me I am, so... I does a tone deaf test on YouTube and went through all these things. And you had to listen to all these, you know, chords and melodies and tell them whether they were, you know, dissonance or consonance and all this. And 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 I pretty much aced it. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not tone deaf. I just can't yeah. sing. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, oh, I'm not tone deaf, Ben. I'm not tone deaf. And I went, so we know what the problem is. And I he goes, what? Can't sing. I go, you can't fucking sing. Yeah. Well, no, I told you that. I told you I couldn't sing. I know that. And you got to admit, because I'm pretty good at picking music and cutting to the beat. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're very good at it, actually. And and the thing is, we can we can get you we can get you to at least basically be able to sing. That won't be an issue. We'll just teach you some scales. We'll start there. Um, <laughs> Do re mi. <laughs> exactly. Or just la 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 la. Something like that. <laughs> and to answer beats and takes questions, yes, I did sing. Of course, I sang. Yeah, of course you did. Could you, could you imagine trying to stop him singing? <laughs> he could grief people. <laughs> you put an extrovert in a karaoke bar and try and have him not sing. <laughs> How's that going to go then? Know, <laughs> yeah. I'll have you know, I only sung five songs. Oh, is that all? Were people they paying they... you to get off the stage? <laughs> no, it, no the, the guy that runs the karaoke bar likes it when I come in because... I can actually sing and he can actually have a mess around with me. And he knows like, he's going to get some action. We, we did the meatloaf song, I Would Do Anything For Love, and I make him be my lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, make, I make him do all the lady parts. <laughs> cool. He loves it. He loves it. So, what else has been happening? Uh, well, uh, 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 you've still got loads of stuff you want to talk about that we couldn't talk about on Friday night, so we could well, definitely start. Did, by... Did you see the house explosion? Uh, gas. Gas. Got to be gas. It was either a, it's gas or a meth lab, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably gas. I mean, it's quite it's quite impressive. Oh, it's quite impressive. Gone. A house went up when, when I stayed in air. One of the council houses blew up. And it would have been what? It would have been half a mile away. Yeah. And I, I can say our house shook when it went up. Right? Mm. And we walked past it on the way to school and there was nothing left. This was a yeah, brick, well, built, keep... big, brick built semi and it was boom, gone. I, I keep hearing, uh, I'm looking at the chat, uh, and Beats and Tapes is saying, wonky house, the wonky pub is gone too. This, I keep seeing this phrase, wonky pub, won- wonky house. Fill me in, John. Crooked house, crooked house it was oh, called. Crooked house, F- fill me in. Uh, it was a pub that was lopsided and had been there for many, many years. It got right. bought quite recently by developers. Um, it was a listed building, so they couldn't do anything to it. Oh, it caught fire and got demolished. And now we can build anything we like on the land. There you go. Have you frozen? He's got... I'm here. What happened? I'm here. I'm here. I, I don't know. It all just went... Boo-doo, 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 boo-doo. But now it's back. You still on fibre? Yeah. Did you touch your USB cable? Maybe. <laughs> Off the <bed>. <laughs> It's possible. <laughs> That's, oh, good but God. that was the quickest come down and come back up I think I've ever experienced. So. Yeah, that's what I mean, Chrissy I, said I as well. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's what she, she says that often. I'm quite disappointing, to be honest. Right, so did right. you get any of what I was saying to the assembled multitude? And we're going to have no, to repeat no, myself. Something... Right. The wonky house is... So the Crooked House, Crooked House was a pub. Yeah. It was a listed building. It was uh-huh. a bit funny looking. It was bought quite recently by developers. It was a listed building, so they couldn't do anything really to change the external appearance of it. And there would no. be many restrictions on what else they did. And, yep. oh, it caught fire and then got demolished the next day. Now they can build what they like. Well, that's mighty convenient there, John. It's mighty convenient. It's, it's almost as convenient. It's almost as convenient as, as Larry Silverstein when he reinsured the World Trade Centers. <laughs> I'll tell you what's also... Com- I've I, I got something to, to compare it to. In Hastings, in East Sussex, they have a pier. Hastings Pier, right? Um, and oh, it, was like, it, it was under private ownership, but it was being uh, being handed over or mm-hmm. taken over by the council. And the day before Hastings Pier was due to be removed from private ownership and, and put into the, the <laughs> hands of the council, the whole thing miraculously caught fire. <laughs> yeah. Skid that, skid. Right. Well, I tell you what. Let's get into the meat. Let's get into the meat and bones of today because it's been pretty stupid on Twitter today. I think. Mm. So, um, well, let, let, let's go to the chat. Hi, Selene. What is it in Hawaii then? Arson. What is it? Most well, Selene says it's. That's no wildfire in Hawaii. I think it means on Maui Island, but no wildfire. What what is it then? These people are are, are they're heavily oh. leaning towards arson. Yeah, arson arson is a means of starting a wildfire, but she said it's not a wildfire, so is it a wildfire that was started by arson, which I'm hundred percent with you. Or is it something completely different? Because there's loads of wild theories going out on Twitter today. Um, I've, I've seen some theories. I've seen some theories. Yeah. Spencer, pipe down. <laughs> right, so I, I think one of the mainstream media theories is spontaneous wildfire caused by climate change, I believe. Yeah, but that's always going to be the mainstream media. Oh, they, they they desperately need that narrative to be true. That's right. Bullshit. They desperately need that narrative to be true because if it's not true, then they spent so many years investing in that narrative and trying to drive you towards that narrative that they'll just look like idiots. So, despite the fact that a great deal of quote unquote wildfires are started by arson and, my opinion, probably climate activists starting them um they just say no climate change climate change and then when when it's when it becomes unequivocal that, that these things have been started by arson they go yeah but despite the fact it was started by arson without the climate change it wouldn't have been able to burn like it did yeah right okay so here we go here we go and we've been through this we've been through this so many times yep we as a species interfere in the planet we do. We know yeah. that we we interfere, probably when we shouldn't, right? And one of those big things that we interfere with is fire, because unless we're making it fire bad, right? Uh-huh. 
So forest goes on fire. We put it out. We build yeah. fire breaks. We um, we stop anybody taking you know making campfires and things like that because we don't want fire. So what happens is the forest, which naturally burns occasionally due to things like lightning strikes and stuff like that, right? So yep. forest will normally naturally burn a few times, you know, throughout decades or whatever. And that clears out all the, the detritus and the, the, the grass and undergrowth and things. But no, no, we don't let that happen. So the dry tinder gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And we don't go in and scoop it out because who's going to do that? So you've basically got a dry, older forest that if uh -huh. it doesn't rain is set for fire. And then when it goes, boy, does it go. And it does go. Yeah, it because really does go. All you need then is a wind and whoosh, you know, that's it. And it yeah. doesn't take much. You know, once a wind catches a forest fire, that's it. All you need to do, and these, these people in Hawaii, I'm sorry, but... You know what? You got to calm the fuck down, right? <laughs> really, <laughs> because forest fires are horrendous. All you need to do is go and speak to a Californian or an Australian or whatever. Absolutely. And and they will tell you how bad it can be. And I'm pretty sure Maui hasn't burnt that often because Hawaii's not that dry normally. So maybe they're going through a dry no. spell. You know, happens. I mean, they are volcanic island. <laughs> Yeah, well, they are volcanic islands, but Maui's not active. Yeah. As um, it was pointed out to me when I said they are a chain of volcanic islands. Duh. But anyway, oh, yeah. it's almost certainly man-made. I would agree. It's um, it's probably been arson or accidental, you know. Yeah, I mean, these things can be started by the flick of a cigarette. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and as I said, once it goes, it's going to go, right? Mm. <laughs> Wait, have you seen Hawaii? It's covered in trees. There's going to be yeah, a fire at some point, you know? It, it is. It is. And, and, and do you know what, Shalini? If, if I had to put money on it, I would agree with you that it's not accidental. I mean, look at these Canadian wildfires that just happened. You could see them from yeah. New York. They were, they were for the most part, man-made. They were man-made. They were... Uh, and, you know, I only surmise and suppose when I say it was probably climate activists that started them, but it's on more than one occasion we found that to be the case because yeah. they want they, they want to, I guess, kickstart whatever and, yeah, well, they, scenario. As you said, you know, they want to keep the narrative going. But the thing is, I mean, oh. and, and those Canadian files aren't, weren't particularly bad either. You know, I mean, Canada's burning, no, it wasn't really, you know, it was probably pretty much in the middle of an average year, you know? Yeah. So, so Canada burns quite a lot because it's got a lot of trees. <laughs> a lot, a lot of trees, yeah. A lot of trees. trees, yeah. California, a lot of trees. Colorado, a lot of trees. Lot of trees. Lot of trees. And then, then, then we go on to, then we go on to Jew. As in D-E-W. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, I had to clarify that because obviously censorship gods. Yeah. <laughs> Directed energy weapons. Oh, my God. So, we are now... I mean, well, immediately, immediately we've got a problem because we're now dealing with the... 
Who are they? <laughs> so who's who's operating Jew? Well, first of all, first of all, I don't doubt, and you might call me crazy for this, right? I don't doubt that in some places around the world, such things are at least being worked on or may well already exist. Oh, I'm, I'm, right? I'm not calling into question that some form of direct energy weapon does exist, right? But what I'm calling into question is why are they, why are they using it on Maui? Well, so who well, are they? Who are they to use that weapon? And, and, and I'm I'm also gonna I'm just I'm just gonna say something here, and you can call me silly. I don't really care. But in in order to create such a weapon that would have to use an immense amount of power, right? It it wouldn't be handheld. It wouldn't no, be tiny. Right. It would be a very very large device. Right, so where is it? Yeah, or well, it's either on a truck, or if you really go out there, it's, a, it's in space. It's on an orbitable platform. Right, uh, so Shalini so, says, says on an airplane. Right, okay. So now we've got now we've got a government agency has to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. Because we're now beyond the bounds of corporatism, aren't we? Or are we? I, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, we're probably anti-government agency. So we've now got a government, some government agency is setting wildfires on Maui, right? To aid the developers that want to take over the native land. Um, it's kind of starting, for me, just for me, maybe, I mean, it might be okay with you, but it's starting to sound a bit far-fetched, Right. And then I don't see why you would need to use something like a direct energy weapon when, like I said, a bag, a cigarette. I bought some matches there. Could, could there you go. Right. So anyway, but but even better. So so let's see what's happened because apparently these guys are quite creative. The guys that operate the the directed energy weapon, right? right. So so they they make things burn in perfectly straight lines. <laughs> And, and they avoid one house and make another wood burn, or they crisp a dog on a pavement, but they leave everything else untouched. You know, that's not how fire works, right? What happens is the dog's lying on the pavement, completely charred, right? Because the heat around it is so much, it's spontaneously ignited. That's what happens in these fires. And some trees burn and other types don't. Some trees burn and still look like they're trees. But they're all burnt. You just you can't tell from the photographs, you know? So you you unless you've actually been and looked at a forest fire, this is the kind of thing that happens. And if you're an ex fireman or whatever, you probably would know this and would be able to back me up. But, well, the thing is, what what I'm going to say is this: I don't see a you know large swathes of current Orex firemen coming out on social media and going, "Well, this is a bit strange." No, the, the, and if I did, and, and if, well, what you got, what you, what I got today was, it's always ex-military guys or ex um, ex-government or ex-fire people that say, "Well, it's just a forest fire." <laughs> That's because it is. <laughs> Well, exactly, and, and 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 the catalyst for that forest fire was more than likely not "quote unquote" climate change. It was it was it was people some kind of human intervention. Yeah, right. 
that's generally the case these days. Um, I mean, let's just go back to that. I mean, these guys that believe this, you know, do they think someone up there has got a joystick and is going, I'm going to draw a circle around that one, you know, and I'll zap that tree, you know? Is that really what you think? Do you think people and, and, do that? Do you the think there's somebody sitting there with a joystick going, ooh? And are we really able to direct the flames to only go down a certain path? These are flames. They'll do what they want. No, what, well, what happens is they're usually wind-driven and fuel-driven, so they'll follow, they follow the path that those do. And then um, all it takes is a small change of the wind and suddenly the fire front stops and goes the other way. And when yeah, it goes the other way, it's not getting any fuel. And bang, it's out. And exactly. that's why you get a perfectly straight line, because the wind changed. Yeah, you, 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 you're right. But at the end of the day, it's becoming increasingly difficult for me to interact with anybody on social media. I'm not going to oh, lie. It's, it's a nightmare. I, um, I foolishly, I foolishly made a kind of joke today about that guy. Do that. Oh, God. So this guy sets up a tripod to film himself doing a TikTok. So he puts his phone on the tripod, puts the tripod on the wall, on the wall, right? Now, what's the clue with a tripod? Try from the Latin three. meaning three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my my DSLR is on one right now. You are looking at me on a camera three. that is on a tripod. And walls tend to be what? How yeah. many points are they going to give you to put your tripod on? Well, probably two. Two, two. Yeah, two. <laughs> so the back leg of the tripod was in thin air. And he obviously thought this was going to be fine. So he set the thing up, turned around, walked away, did his TikTok dance, turned around, the camera had fallen off the wall into the water. Beautiful. <laughs> and I Beautiful. said, foolishly, I guess, I guess tripods weren't a black invention then, right? Oh, good God. Referencing, referencing the, do you remember the meme where the black guy had gone out, you know, going, black guys invented everything? Yep. And that, it just went nuts. You, you racist. Racist. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and somebody says, I, I, I was I was waiting for someone to bring these, the the colour of his skin into the equation, and I said, "Hold on, I'm not I'm not asparaging the guy for the colour of his skin at all." Right? And they don't even know what colour skin you have. Yeah, I know they don't. But that, that's, that's, that, on Twitter. that doesn't matter. I said, "All I'm doing is questioning his intelligence." Absolutely, absolutely, um. Yes, yes, Shalini, we have. I've heard of that. Um, I'll, just, I'll, I'll actually address that. So, uh, oh, should we go there then? Should we yeah, go to Black just... on the Square? Yeah, yeah, go there. Let's go there. So, Sadiq Khan has announced um, a, an event in Trafalgar Square called Black on the Square. And I'm a bit confused as to what it actually is because it says celebrating black culture. But what I, I didn't think that black people were a, a homogenous bunch that had one single culture um oh well don't worry whoa let me stop you right there because i mean that, i saw exactly the same thing said on twitter and somebody said well you know are you 
black, Asian, Hispanic, you know, what? whoa, you can't ask questions like that, that's just racist. Yeah, I think the actual, the opposite to that is a racist, right? Uh, well, yeah, saying, yes, I know that, yeah. but this, this is, so, what's black and what's not? Well, I don't know, because um, it's, it's, it's like that Best Buy thing, isn't it? It's like that Best Buy, you know, whites need not apply thing. Although it says on the application, you just must identify as. And that could mean anyone. And so, but, but still, I, I want to know if there is a particular black culture, because that's what Sadiq Khan and his little poster for his Black on the Square event is telling us. And I honestly think that that is the bigotry of low expectations, or at least leads into that. It simply says that, you know, oh, you must have this culture because of the colour of your skin. It's like, wait, well, wait what? I, th I, I think, to answer your question from a personal point of view, is I think there are very many black cultures. Um, I, I agree. Because, you know, black isn't, isn't just one group of people. It's not now, one shade of skin. It's not one group of people. It's not one country. It's now the place. The the <laughs> what I'd like to address is, uh, as you said, the bigotry of low expectations. And if you're black, mm -hmm. and and there may be people in the chat that are black. I don't know, right? Oh, apparently, I'm a filthy Tourag. But anyway, there may be people. He's probably right. He probably is. But there, there may be people that are black, and you can help me out here. But from my point of view, I would have thought if I was black, this whole thing is very patronising. Absolutely, I would have thought so too. I mean, it's like uh, YouTube when they do their Black Creators Month and things like. Hold on, well, why do I need a or why does a black person need a special month? Because they're not good enough to compete the other eleven months out of the year. Is that the well, case? Oh, I completely I mean, tell, agree. Tell MKBHD that. He can only compete one month a year. But the, well, this, this is right. And, and once again, the bigotry of low expectations, it's telling people, oh, because of your skin colour, you need a bit of help. And it's like, how patronising is that? I mean, I don't believe that black people, Asian people, Indian people, Hispanic people, whatever, wherever they're from, I don't think people need extra help or support simply because of the colour of their skin. I think they're human beings. I think they're people. And if they want to put their hand to something and do something and want to be the best here, I think that they've got just as much of a chance and just as much of a right to do so as anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all into the meritocracy. I agree. You know, stand up and be agree. counted. If you can do it, I, you can do it. I was actually thinking today, when I was at school, everything was a freaking competition. Every, everything. Yeah, oh, my God. Sports like, Day is hilarious now. Yeah. They all get awards. Yeah, but Sports Day was sports day was for the jocks, you know. But everything was, was a competition. Even PE was a competition. You yeah, usually played... You usually played an adversarial game, whether it be yep. volleyball or rugby or, or, or <laughs> God forbid, hockey, right? Yeah. Hockey, the most dangerous game ever invented. Yep. <laughs> and I and don't know why. I don't know why they seem to think that it was appropriate for girls to play it because they are vicious, deadly assassins. <laughs> and then they went and stuck blades on people's feet and said, go and do it on the ice. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, hockey. I didn't see them in that guy. Rugby captain. Oh my god, the I rugby told you ca- explains those scars on Daniela Westbrook. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, the, I mean, the rugby, the rugby first 15 captain lost two teeth at hockey. <laughs> yeah. Hockey no, rugby. Vicious. <laughs> and then, but everything was a competition. And I was thinking, because they put me in the choir in primary school, right? <laughs> now, this was obviously before I didn't, before I realised I couldn't sing, or maybe I could, and then my voice broke, right? Mm. Because to get into the choir, you had to go through a singing test. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, I'd like to be in the choir. Yeah, you're okay, you're in the choir. No, no. If you, what happened is you get called up, you had to stand beside the teacher, and you had to sing the scales, and she would go, "You're in the choir. You're not. You can yeah. go and bang a triangle. You can sing." And yeah. that, everything was a competition. And the thing is, if you weren't keeping up in maths or English or whatever, you get put down a class. Yeah, same with happened with us. Yeah, and if you were too bright, you actually went Pick into the super group. Yep. So. Yep, I, I, I had the triple science super group. I was what, in that. What happens? Yeah, a singing test, seriously, Shirley. Yeah, yeah, we had it. We had to it. stand yep. beside the teacher, and she was usually beyond the piano, and she'd go, right? Yep. Do the scales. Yeah. Um I just wanna I just wanna reach out to Shalini actually and say, Shalini, I love you. She says, I used to play hockey and would hit the girls who didn't wear shin pads. I got sent off a few times. Yeah, well. I'm gonna have to Without condoning phone. Without condoning. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um she was a left wing in hockey. I don't think she's a left wing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me, dearie me, dearie me. Yes. Okay. So, no, yeah, everything was a competition, and now it's meritocracy's gone right out the window. And yeah. you know what? When I was growing up, I was also taught to just be colorblind, you know, and, and that was the norm. Just don't see people for their skin color, don't see people for their race, just see a human being and take them as they come. And that's always how I've endeavored to live my life. And now I'm told that's wrong, that's racist, you must see skin color. Well, I'm sorry, but no, I don't want to, to start judging people or making differentiations between people based solely upon the color of one's skin. It's not, it's not my bag man as a hippie would say yeah mm. so anyway there we go there we go there what we is go. the world coming to the world's gone absolutely well i say the world I, i'm actually gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna revise that the western world driven solely by social media has gone absolutely friggin' mad did you see um did you see the west yorkshire police inspector no. Oh, the one that the one that got the guy for calling him sausage meat. <laughs> yeah, that happened ages ago. Yeah, yeah, I know it happened ages ago, but it's another example of West Yorkshire police in action, right? Uh, but what, yeah. what what was the problem? I mean, and and this is the thing that you probably learned very early. Is this guy's an inspector, mind you, right? So he's been in the police for a few years, right? But you normally learn this quite quite early in your career. Don't pick fights you can't win. Yes. 
Right? So, I mean, the judge threw that out immediately. No, the judge so didn't throw it out. He in filled, the courtroom. No, he didn't throw it out. Well, he, what happened was the case never went ahead because the inspector never turned up. Nah. He called me sausage meat, you're right. Yeah. Well, exactly. Me. So, right, so here's the, here's the scenario. Why pick a fight where you're not going to win? Because yeah. let's face it, he knows that the cop knows the law, right? Does he? That's 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 question. Oh, come on, yeah, yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, we spent. I mean, we spent what sixteen weeks at police college. Sixteen weeks doing nothing but the law. Yeah, that's you. That's back then. These people today. I mean, look at look at look at PC gender studies. Yeah, but look I mean, PC... yeah, every time you got promoted, you you went back to the police college to pass your exams. You had to study. You had to know the law inside out. Uh, I'm 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 just going to ask you this: Do you think people are, are passing exams now? Because even the police. I would hope so. Well, well, look, even. <sighs> No, I mean maybe I don't know. You have you had to pass you had to pass exams to make you eligible for promotion. That was never a guarantee of being promoted. But if you didn't pass those exams, you weren't even considered for promotion. All I'm saying is I don't know her name, but uh, so we will call her PC Gender Studies. PC Gender Studies. I don't think she passed any exam, and I don't think she knew a damn thing about the law. Because I'll, I'll go one further, because I don't know if you heard this, right? But the circumstances of that incident were actually worse than, than, than what we originally thought because the girl was in the house walking up her stairs and said it to her mum. Mm -hmm. The police had left the house mm -hmm. and were outside and PC Gender Studies heard it peripherally offhand, ran in the house, assaulted the girl's mother to get her. and then said, what did you say? <sighs> yeah. So they, it didn't just happen within the house. The, the cop wasn't even in the house. That, well, that's what I was saying yesterday. That's a home invasion, surely. It's certainly overstepping the boundaries because there was no need for her to take any action. No need at all. A milk monitor, right? Uh, <laughs> let's, just, milk let's just address the milk monitor. So, every mm -hmm. morning, at break time, you got, uh, it was it wasn't a half pint, it was probably like a quarter pint or, so, or a third of a little pint. Little glass bottle. Little glass bottle of milk. Every yep. primary school kid got one. Yep. And the milk monitor used to, if you were the milk monitor, you used to dish them out. Here, here's your milk. Dish them out. There's your milk, yep. there's your milk. Oh, there's a hot one for you because you're an arsehole. Yep. <laughs> That's what the milk monitor used to do. Oh, I actually do. I do. I do remember that. And, and the thing is, I'm I'm th nearly thirty years younger than you, and we were yeah. still doing that back when I was yeah. in school. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was it was a good old tradition, but all of that's gone now. It's all gone now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shalini says, "Oh, I see. We got small cartons back in Ireland." No, no, we'd be yeah, but... glass balls. Yeah, but it's foil tops over, and a plastic get, oh, yeah, straw. Foil tops, plastic straw, and cream on top. Oh, yes, we oh, used to yeah. fight. You used to fight to get to the milk so you could get the cream on your cornflakes. Yep, 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 yep. 
Oh, God, that... Oh, yes, yes. Do you know what? Life used to be so much simpler. Mm-hmm. It really did. It used yeah. to be so much simpler before the advent of social media. And it really was social media that's done this to us. It really was. Um, and like I say, this phenomena of the world going mad as people see it, it's not a global thing. And it's not in the vast majority of the world. It's just you see it more because the type of people that are going mad are the type of people that you interact with and see on social media. But yeah, well, the vast excellent. majority of the world yeah. are not like this. Yeah. Well, and and speaking about that, our theme of last last Friday's all in about the mm-hmm. the um the 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 village for immigrants. In Russia, um, might not be a hundred percent right because apparently that's a propaganda newspaper. The planning permission has been granted. I was actually reading up on it. Oh, you, you, so as as I was right then. So it's yeah. Not, so the planning as, permission has been granted, and there are yeah. two hundred interested American Canadian Canadian families. Yeah, that's what we said on the show. It was just yeah, Andrew so, throwing a spanner at the works and me. He'd thrown a spanner at me during that night, but um, please don't. <laughs> not not after a not after a show because I, I mean, you've seen that you saw how much I drank. I want to sit back and chill. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can say from 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 my cursory research I've done today. Actually, I've done some research oh, right, okay. today. That's cool. Uh, planning permission has been granted for construction beginning in twenty twenty four cool. in a suburb of Moscow to build this. Suburb? Village. Village. Yeah, they're calling it a suburb. Yeah. Um, Whether or not they actually do it, who knows? But it's the news is that the planning permission has been granted. They can build it, and they've got two hundred interested American and Canadian families. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I don't care what people do. They if they choose to move there. And that's what they want to do. That's where they want to go because they see that that place has better values for them. Then surely that's their decision. Mm-hmm. It's not my decision. Yeah, of course it's their lives. Maybe a place that's got better values for a lot of us. I, I mean, I'm not sure that the US or Canada will ever let them back. But <laughs> well, you have to ask the question. At this point in time, would you want to go back? Well, it's really a dependent thing, isn't it? It's, it's, it's dependent on, on what happens. I saw um, Steve Bannon on Dan Wooten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk about Dan Wooten in a minute. But I saw Steve Bannon on Dan Wooten saying that this trial that, that old the Trumpster is going through is going to be good for the Trumpster. It's what the Trumpster wanted. Because he's saying, Steve Bannon's saying, the Trumpster's going to prove that 2020 was... "Quote unquote Stulen." <sighs> and this court case has given him the venue to do it. Okay, maybe. 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 Um, maybe. I see the judges told him to be wary of making inflammatory statements. Why? Because as long he, as they're not, as, as long as they're not direct calls to violence or threats, what's the problem? Well, I think that's what the problem is. He's told them not to make inflammatory statements in case he causes violence or threats. <laughs> Did you see the Trumpster? Was it yesterday at the Iowa State Fair? No. My God, it was packed. Yeah, I'm sure it was. See, they were all trying to get. I really don't know about this. I really don't know because 
the Trumpster really went down in my estimation. Yeah. When when he announced Operation Warp Speed. Okay. And when he didn't yeah. when he didn't stand up for states that you know went the wrong way. Yeah. So the the Trumpster really went down in my estimation because he caved like a cheap suit. Or he folded yeah. like a cheap suit. He really did. I mean, he, whilst he was still president, he would go to his rallies and people would be going, fire Fauci, fire Fauci. Yeah. And he'd be going, you want me to fire Fauci? Well, maybe I will. It's like... um, Yeah, he's all talk, no action. I mean, fire him. Look, look at Hillary. If I was president, you'd be in the jail. Ooh, she's still not, and you were for four years. Yeah. You had plenty of chance. You didn't make any action yeah. on it. I mean, one and of then, the good old campaign slogans, lock her up, lock yeah. her up. And then the the thing that really, really disappointed me is when he, when he finished as president, he didn't pardon Snowden or... Who was the other guy? Assange. Assange. Yeah, and he was asked to repeatedly. Yeah. Not just by them and their families, but by a great many yeah. people. One of his last acts, I mean, one of his last acts as president was to reopen the travel uh, with the UK specifically. And then Joe Biden came in and went, yeah, not doing that. And uh, turned it off again. So who knows? But but yeah, no, he should have pardoned um, Julian Assange I, and Edward Snowden. Very disappointing. Very, very, very disappointing. Um, I so think both of those people have provided great public services. Yeah, I, I think I think um, I, and this is a personal thing, and people won't like it. I think Trump's had his day; he served a purpose, but he's not someone that's going to be the savior that takes us out of this. Well, no, because there are no saviors. It doesn't matter who. No, I know there is. There are no saviors. People need to stop sort of holding on for a hero to the end of the night. Because that hero is not going to come. Got to be your and own hero. You've got to. You've got to be your own hero. You've got to. You've got to make your own decisions. You've got to go your own way. You've got to look at the nuance in every situation and in every discussion and in every problem and, and come to your own conclusions. It doesn't have to be the conclusions to which me and John come. In fact, you saw a couple of episodes ago. Me and John didn't agree on anything really during a during a very heavy and deep debate episode. That was um, good. I, I enjoyed that though. That was good. I, I thought it was very, very good. I enjoyed it as well because it's it's good to be able to have real discussion and I would like for it to have gone a lot further, but then you just don't know right now on this platform what you can and can't say. I mean, we're going to restart multi-streaming with Rumble at some point because that looks like it's an up-and-coming platform like big time mm -hmm. now, yeah. just as I always said it would be. Um but you did. I'll give you that. I did. Because I, I I'm going to. I'm well, and and we still were at the point when we stopped live streaming to it. We were still at the point we're wasting our time. Mm. You know. But maybe maybe we'll still be wasting our time. Who knows? But I'll, I'll work. I'm going to work on optimization for both this this 
platform and on Rumble, and we'll see what we can see. It's the only thing we can do, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, with your guys' help, we might be able to share things, get things further, far and wide. Because you know, we do need your help. We need your support. Make sure you've clicked both the well, first the dislike button and then the like button. We'll see if that makes any kind of difference work to the viewership it. of the show. Work it, baby. But, work that. And, and obviously, if you, if you really want to stick it to the algorithm, I in I in make sure you get around the algorithm. Then hit that notification bell. Because that sticks it right to the algorithm, because the algorithm is not required at that point. So make sure you've hit that notification bell, because then screw the algorithm <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, we're no Mr. Beast. We're no Mr. Beast. We haven't got those types of numbers, I'm afraid. So we do need your help. I think someone else needs help. I'm getting quite worried about Julie's youngest. Why? Wow, what's going on? Well, he couldn't see, he couldn't see past the... You couldn't see past the the message in um, Barbie, and now we discover that he has night vision goggles. <laughs> I want night vision goggles. <laughs> Why do you want night vision goggles? When do you ever go out at night? That's that's not even the point, John. I want night vision goggles. <laughs> I went out at night last night, I'll have you know. Yeah, but you didn't need night vision goggles in a pub. <laughs> I don't know, if you've been into some of our local Yeah, yeah but you, you wouldn't really be treated with um, kid gloves if you wandered in wearing night vision goggles, would you? People would think you were some kind of undercover cop. <laughs> I saw an undercover cop on Twitter today. Tried to score <laughs> drugs in the street. <laughs> and this guy was, he was in a t-shirt. One, he was a white guy, right? Two, he's in a t-shirt with Captain America thing on the front. And he's got chains around his neck, right? Oh, my God. And he's buff, right? He's got the guns, you know, the big, um, the big muscles. Right? He's got the, the classic T-shape, much of what I yep. used to have when I was younger. <laughs> and he's strolling down the street trying to pretend, with, a, with half a doubt in his hand, trying to pretend that he's looking for drugs. And my God, drug dealers are not terribly stupid. <laughs> well, not if they're still out of prison. Yeah, if they're, if they're still out of prison. Yeah. I would I would say for a large majority of them they're quite terribly stupid actually. <laughs> oh, to watch hedgehogs. Hedgehogs are strange creatures. They are, they're strange creatures. Very noisy when they make love. And and yeah. I speak to you <laughs> I speak to you <laughs> Not as someone who's tried to make love to a hedgehog. Oh Jesus Christ. But as someone who was quite disturbed <laughs> when he found a couple doing it. So here's the picture. <sighs> this is Tales from the Street. Okay. I don't, I don't need we don't need this. So we're out on I'm out on patrol on my own. He's doing it anyway. I'm out on my own. Do you not want this? <laughs> Go on. So I'm out on patrol on my own, right? This is one of the first times I've been on. And I'm wandering down the streets with my torch and I'm checking the property. And I hear this sound like sawing. And I thought, somebody's... This is like two o'clock in the morning. And I thought, somebody's trying to break into somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. So it creeps down this alley and the sawing noise get louder and louder until it's basically... It sounds like there is somebody sawing a two-by-four just across the, the back of this wall. So mm-hmm. I bust the door open, the gate, and there's two hedgehogs at it on the lawn. <laughs> I'm like, how can something so small make such an amount of noise? <laughs> Not quite as noisy as bloody foxes, though, and we yeah, get a no, lot of... I know, I know, well, we know about foxes. They sound like kids crying as well. Oh, my God, don't they just... Mm-hmm. Don't they just... Adam says he's sitting there doing the sound effects. <laughs> they are noisy little buggers. <laughs> right. <sighs> That's what this show has degenerated into, folks. Um, the description about how... Uh, Hedgehogs, was it? Copulate. So yeah. here we are. Hey, every day's a skill day. You know, yeah. you, you stop learning, you stop living. Stop living, you stop learning. It's, well, the second one's definitely true. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Well, maybe. <laughs> that depends. That depends where you go. What happens to the stream of consciousness? Does it evaporate yeah. into the ether? Or does it come back to the mothership? Well, I, I do wonder if it's all for nothing. Oh, we had this discussion the other day, didn't we? Well, well also, you know, we build up these, these brilliant cities and societies and, uh, uh-huh. and we look at all of this innovation and at some point the sun's going to explode and engulf it all anyway. Yes, but is it? Well, is it? Because let's face it, that's just another model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and anyway... Well, if the sun doesn't, we've if got, the sun doesn't explode and engulf it or we'll crash into the sun we've eventually. We've got plenty of time... To avoid that, yeah. well, as a as well, a as a species, well, you say avoid. You mean get out of here, get the hell out of dodge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adam says we will be long gone before the sun dies. Yeah, we will. Huh? Anyway, we will, we, will, right. we will go the way of Wally. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> right, let's come back. Let's come back. Um, Right, so 22,500. Picture that. More than a quarter of the British Army failed their fitness tests. (laughs) What'd you make of that? It's making the advert seem worse. More than a quarter failed their fitness tests. Oh, good God. That's what Adam said. You should see the way they wobble around the office. <laughs> we are fucked. Yeah. Well, after we, we have to go to war, we are. But, you know, let's, yeah, we, let's, we not, let's try and not go to war. Speaking of not going to war. Unfortunately, that's not mine or yours choice, John. It's the megalomaniacs in charge. Well, I prefer to I prefer to call them narcissistic psychopaths. All right, narcissistic megalomaniacal psychopaths in charge. Sh- should I talk like this with more gravitas all the time? Do you think that would be better? Would it give a more pleasing experience to you? You almost sound like Sean Connery. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Um, uh, Vaughn says, why is it a surprise they failed their fitness tests? <laughs> I'm not... Com- no. Well, don't start Women reading. can be fit too. 
Huh? He says, like, women, well, of course, but women can be fit too. Yeah, of course they can. can yeah. They can pass fitness tests. Um, right. Well, Adam says, no, you sound like Gordon Brown. No, Adam's... Right. Adam, Adam is the last person on earth to criticise anyone's accents. Just trust me on that, people. Just trust me on that. And I think Ben will back me up. <laughs> I'll give you an impression of Adam's one voice. That don't, can do. don't, don't, don't. <laughs> and over there, it's me, Terry, and I'm in your basement. No, it's worse than that. It's worse. It's much it's worse than that. That was more like that was more like. No, it, you can't do it. You can't do it. It's way worse than that. You sound more right, like Vaughn right. there than Adam. But anyway, I'm taking, I'm taking Vaughn and Shalini to Brighton. <gasps> what for? Going to pay. I thought you were going to say going to piss. He might end up. No, 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 no. No. Just look up Brighton and then all will be explained. He's a very pretty boy. Yeah, Brighton's quite um quite a diverse city. <laughs> He's a very pretty boy. That's all I'm saying. Very pretty boy. Sure got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Remind me to tell you the massage story later. It's not a personal one, right? This is from Twitter today. But it's quite funny, so I'll bring it in later on, okay? Right. So, um... Oh, no, you're... <clears throat> I'll, 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 I'll protect you, Vaughan, don't worry. I used to live there. It's fine. Right, uh... Speaking of that, let's continue on the soldier theme. So, Zelensky fired all the recruitment officers... And all the right. recruiting sensors in Ukraine. Because there is no recruiting required. It's conscription, isn't it? No, no, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> However it's done, it, it, it's called recruitment. But he fired them all because of complaints and allegations of corruption. Um, they'd, they'd had an inspection. There were 112 criminal cases raised of corruption, right, by these Again, recruiting officers taking bribes. Right, okay. and people on the board are taking bribes to let people out. So he's fired them all, and then he's putting new people in. <laughs> Wait till you hear the excuse. <laughs> he said, "This is this is because um, the the Soviet system that we've had in place." Well, hold, hold on, hold on. You you stopped being a Soviet country in 1997. <laughs> so why were you still using a Soviet system? So the Soviet system he had in place encouraged corruption. Well, we know that because you're in the most corrupt country in Europe. Good grief. Yeah, well, you know, when you say 112 criminal complaints raised about corruption, you think, what, against Vladimir? No, 112 criminal cases of corruption raised against the people running the recruitment centres. Yeah, but they should be raised against Vladimir as well, surely. I don't know. Who knows? And, and then, and then, did we mention that his defence minister is moving to a new job in London? We did, yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, moving to a new job in London. Did you know, during the Soviet era, Ukraine had at least one, maybe a few, 
American towns. Right. Oh, what, for training purposes? Yes, yeah, so they built full-blown yeah. American towns. Yeah. Not, yeah. not, not like, not... Even the shops had American products in, American signage, the coin meters at the side of the road, everything, right down to the littlest detail, so that Soviet spies could learn to become Americans and uh, live the American way. And they had to have, like, linguistics training because they couldn't let their accent slip. They couldn't let it known that they were Russian or or Ukrainian. It's a bit... I've seen some. I was looking at some photographs of it all earlier, and I thought this is creepy. As it's fuck. a bit born identity stuffish, isn't it? Yeah. Here's the other thing, right? Did you know that the US built a Japanese city in Utah? No. During the Second World War. Same reason. No, 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 nowhere near. You, you can't, we can't really integrate. No, nowhere near the same reason. They built a Japanese city because Japanese cities tended to be built with mainly wood at that point in time, right? Yes. So they built an entire Japanese city so they could burn it to the ground with their newly discovered weapon called napalm. So they tested it. Out birds. Yeah, yeah. So they tested it to get everything right. Uh-huh. You know, the right amount of load, where to drop the bombs and all that. And then they went out and they burnt almost every Japanese city to the ground apart from two. And you know what those two were? Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Because they dropped an atom bomb in there. <laughs> yes, they did. So they yeah, yes, really they screwed did. Japan over. Well, they really didn't like Japan at that point and Japan really didn't like America at that point and uh, well, you know, I guess it was war did, did, did all of those the, innocent people have to die probably not no and and um, and America um, incarcerated all its own citizens who were of Japanese uh-huh. origin in concentration camps yes they called them internment camps didn't they Just yeah to... but, but well same thing just to jazz the name up a bit. Yeah. People don't seem to remember that the West did the same, those sorts of things. Yeah. Right. They don't seem to remember it. But to be fair, there was... I believe they were released and they were actually treated quite well. well I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't comment. I was listening to some, um, some stuff last night and about from Congress. You know how right. they do those hearings and people come up and talk about things and they were oh. talking about they were talking about the Middle East and Iraq and all that. Oh. And this was this isn't this isn't a documentary. This was Congress talking about right. what's going on right now, right? Yep. These people are so fucking arrogant y- yes. and controlling that it makes yes. your skin crawl, right? They're going, well, well, we think that, you know, we need to do this because if these people do that, then we, we can't really have that because that's not in our interests. These people are scum. Sick. They're sick in the head. They really are. I, I have no regard for them whatsoever. It makes me quite... I really... See, this is where I'm torn, right? Oh. Pardon me. Because I like, I like America. I've been there many, many times. Me too. But I cannot stand the way their government behaves. 
Yeah, but that's... Okay. That's the same wherever you go. I suppose that's that's to a degree, it, yeah. It is. I mean, let's look at let's look at simply here. Look at the way our government acts. Look at the way your, yeah, your, oh, your well, pretend I, government there in Scotland acts. Have you seen the latest? Well, what's, what's him to doing now? Did you see him getting laughed at and booed off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see the guy heckling him and the... You know, the... You told us, Hamza, to call out anyone who was a bigot. <laughs> Did yeah. you see that one? Yeah. No. Oh, did you not see that? No. Oh, so Hamza's on stage and this guy goes, Hamza, you told us all to call out anyone who was a bigot. That speech you made in Parliament about the colour of everybody in positions of yep. power in Scotland was the most bigoted speech I've ever heard. And, and I, think, I think that stands, that stands without question. It was. Right. It, well, certainly that probably happened within the Scottish Parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably it's it's definitely up there with some famous people from the thirties, I would say. Right, right. <laughs> and anyway, he, he, and then he goes, "So you co- told us to call out bigots whenever we sold them, and you told us to tell them to just f off." So Hamza, yep. so Hamza, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What did he have to say to that, though? Oh, he's like, oh, there's a guy fucking big. There's a guy in the background who tried to heckle me, blah, blah, blah. He's a twat. Well, at the end of the day, what that guy trying to heckle him, heckle him said was, was the truth. It was the truth. It was the truth. Because that yeah, was, was a bigoted speech. And the, the, if he hadn't been in Parliament, that should have got him locked up by his own law. By his own law, yeah. You know, so anyway, such a thing around your own damn dinner table. Yeah, well, according to your own law, the latest one is you're now no longer are they want to bring in you aren't we won't be allowed to um you won't be allowed to tell people or you won't be allowed to castigate people on the basis of their age. So you can't say you're just a grumpy old man. You can't say that. You could say you're a grumpy man, but you can't say you're a grumpy old man. Well, you won't be able to say you're a grumpy man soon. Oh, well, yeah, you probably can't say that anyway. But, so, it's like, the world's gone freaking mad. And you know what? You can't live like this. And, And I would urge people to not live like that, but to live by your personal code, right? Because most people at heart are generally good. And if you do things that you think are right, if you're ever pulled up for it, then you should have the body of everyone behind you. And that's what we need to do. We need to band together and stick up for each other because intrinsically, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to have a good life. Yeah, but we're all all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to have a good life. And you know what? You want banter. I mean, it's like I went into Greg's last week, and I don't go into Greg's very often. Are you sure co- about that? No. I'd... <laughs> Next one. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. But anyway, so I goes, can I can I have a can I have a black coffee, please? And she goes, Do you want a medium or a large? And I goes, Ah, I'll push the boat out. Give me a large. And she gives me the black coffee, and I'm like, Whoa, have you got a sleeve for this? Because 
a black coffee yep. very hot very hot yeah and she goes no we don't do them what what you know they don't do sleeves for their coffee why and I go I'm oh, meant to carry this whoa, whoa, whoa. this is Scotland right so you always have a wee bit of banner and you go oh okay um, do you do a best us gloves so I can keep the power in my hand <laughs> <laughs> She goes, I'll give you a, I'll give you a cup holder. <laughs> do you know what she, you know what she done? The quick and easy way to solve this: stick it inside a second cup. It only works for a certain amount of time. That. Mm, yeah, um, Andrew says it's like they crave some form of Stasi system. Everyone grassing on each other. They do. Well, course. yeah, they do because of course they do. They want to divide and conquer. I mean, look at the Bobby. And, and let's be clear here. When I'm saying they, I am quite clear. I mean the government, right? Yeah. The, and when I say the government, right, just to be clear, I mean central government, mm-hmm. I mean Scottish government, and mm-hmm. I mean council. Because the worst form of government, in my view, is those mealy-mouthed penny-pickers at our penny-pinchers at the lowest level of government. Those well, yeah, are the worst. I'll tell you why. It's because they think yeah. they are uh, yeah. on par with those at the highest point. They think they've got power. And yeah, you know they what? They, think they... they don't. No. I'll tell you what. Like, and, and listen to people, like I say, listen to people like old Schwabby Schwab, who is not any of those people, but wants to be. Mm-hmm. thinks he is already. What was it? I saw a clip of him today saying, in the new world, things like the privacy will no longer be valid. You will have to give up, you know, privacy. You have to give this up. And don't worry, if you have nothing to hide, then of course you will have nothing to fear. There's quite a few people said that, hasn't yeah. there? In the past. What were the names? Are, they're, the names are Adolf. not good well, well, Mao, Pol Pot, um, um, Stalin, Lenin, Stalin, yep, yeah. There's quite a few people. So if I, uh, Johnson, can, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, remember, but this is the kind it. of thing that uh, Sturgeon, Sturgeon's definitely said it. I'm sure. But I this is the thing. That's not the point. That's never the point. The point is, you are due inherent rights, and you should be able to hang on to them. And you yeah. need to, you need to grasp them firmly and hang on to them at all costs. Absolutely, you do, because they will be gone. And unfortunately, looking at a lot of the generation below us, Generation Z, whatever they're called, or below me, um, they Alpha. they seem. Uh, they would oh. this, this lot that are coming into their own now. Yeah. They seem hell bent on on giving up those rights. They seem hell bent on careening us into a dystopia. And this is why I say we should raise the voting age to twenty five. <laughs> I think you've got a point. <laughs> I really do. Well, I really, I, and, and especially when you look at if you look at the way that kids have been brought up these days and that they are too sheltered they're protected from everything that's the problem they're never they're exposed protected. to it. they're empowered yeah they're well just yeah protected, protected and they're empowered. empowered yeah well they are in told. fact that's a great segue speaking of that kind of person right the girl that plays snow white oh my god rachel ziegler she disney need to fire her Something needs to... 
What can you say? Somebody needs to have a strong word in her ear. Is, I was like, she's embarrassing Disney. She That's needs right, to stop it? talking. But so Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was Walt Disney's first full-length animated feature. He was personally involved in it. It was his baby, right? Yeah. And she is calling the prince a stalker. She is saying that, you know, we're outdated now for dwarves. Oh, we've got a guy in our story, but we might cut all his scenes because, you know, it's 2023. Yeah, I know. She needs to shut Ah, and the thing is, she thinks this is groundbreaking and new, and it's not. This was all no. done in 2011. The Snow White and the yeah. Huntsman, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. That was a strong female lead, yeah? So, so and who was that? Was that that clown out of... Twilight. Twilight, yeah, Twilight, aye. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, but she's, yeah, she's, yeah. Never, she's never gone up and pretended to be a complete... I mean, while she may be entitled and a bit of a brat, she never come across as this Ziegler. This Ziegler person is... Some is of the in- statements she's made over the last few days are insane. They are insane. And why are they letting her away with it? She, does she believe her own hype? You should probably... I mean, she said, she said she wants paying for every, every hour that it's streamed. <laughs> every, not, just, not just every hour that she worked, but every hour that it's streamed ever... Mm-hmm. So, she was ever, she was paying because she had to stand there for eighteen hours in a dress. She's twenty two years old. This girl, she's got no idea what life is. She's got no idea what she's talking about. Um, and she hopefully, hopefully, Bob Iger is going to march her to the unemployment line because this film isn't finished yet. And let's take. Ant-Man, so the last four major projects from, from Disney, right? Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, The Little Mermaid, Secret Invasion, and Indiana Jones oh, and the Dial of Destiny. Indy's died a death, hasn't it? Between the four projects, Disney are looking, when all is said and done, to lose around a billion dollars. Yeah, because I think Indy alone is $110 million in the hole. Well, yeah, it costs... Over two hundred and fifty-five million dollars to make, yeah. and, and actually the budget's probably swelled to more like four hundred and fifty-five, and that's just production, right? Then you've yeah. got marketing costs, which are usually your budget of your movie again, yeah. um, and and then you're looking at you've got to you've got to make something stupid like one point five billion just to break even, because remember when when films make money at the box office, the studio only gets 40 to 50% of that revenue. Mm-hmm. They don't get it all. Yeah. So they say, oh, it's made a billion dollars. Well, the studio's only actually got back $500 million on that movie. Yeah. And it's... Well, that's fair. I mean, the people that actually do the work and show it have to get something. Well, exactly. And, but, you know, you give credit where credit's due because they've released The Haunted Mansion and I think it's a good movie. Yeah. I do. I think it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, and I would see it again. So, yeah, credit where credit's due. We can't just shit on a company for being a company. But hopefully, because obviously the earnings call is, was a disaster, essentially, the other day. Mm-hmm. And they're now raising the price of Disney Plus again. They're, they're looking to sell things like their television division, ABC, because they, they, they've got to buy. They are contractually obligated to buy Hulu by the end of this year. Um, and that could be anywhere, anywhere between ten and twenty-four billion dollars. 
It's not finally valued yet. Um, so they've got to get money, and they've got to get money fast. And my my advice, Bob Iger, if you're ever watching this tiny little show, you need to, to just cancel that movie now. Write it off as a tax loss. Write it off as a tax loss. Never release it, because if you pump more money into this, it's going to lose you more money. People are not going to come out for this movie. They're not. Look at The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid has lost hundreds of millions of dollars nobody came out for it they didn't want to see it yeah they need to stop repeating the same mistakes and actually create some damn entertainment that people want to see as in that will people will just enjoy barbie's killed it it's killed it at the box office and and you keep going mate you're doing great i'll be his bladder's hurting um (laughs) But no, Barbie's absolutely killed it at the box office. Oppenheimer's absolutely killed it at the box office. Um, I um, I will say that, um, yeah, no, Disney have been putting out crap after crap after crap after crap. And like I say, finally, they've, they've knocked out something pretty okay with the Haunted Mansion. I would say, um, go and see it would be my personal opinion. I, I really did enjoy it, and I didn't find it at all woke. I thought the cast were pretty damn good. Um, I thought the story and the lore, if you're a fan of the rides like I am, because I'm a massive nerd, uh, the story and the lore were really well connected. They managed to use both mansions in the American parks and tie them into the story. I thought it was pretty good. Um, very, very heavily, heavily, talking about loss and and grief and how to deal with those things and so if you've got little children i'd say don't take them to see it quite there are some scary moments i guess but it's not a horror movie it's a 12 you know it's not a horror movie um but you know credit where credit's due but if they keep making this utter utter shite that nobody wants to see then how can they um how can they moan when it loses money? How can they moan when it loses money? This Snow White movie is not going to make money. I mean, did any of you see... I don't know if any of you have got Disney+, Plus, but... <laughs> they made Willow. They made a season, a series of Willow, with Warwick Davis as Willow. Yeah, it was a follow-on from the movie. It came out last year. Um, you can't find Willow on Disney+, Plus anymore. You can't find it. Because it was hated so much that they deleted it into the annals of history and have successfully called it a tax write-off. They know. They know it's shit. I was just telling them. Did, did you know, John, on Disney Plus last year, I've already told them this, but they made uh, a season of Willow as a follow-on from the movie. John, I can't hear you. No. No, I didn't know. Right, well, they did. With Warwick Davis back in the, the role. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I remember that. Yeah. I was just saying to them, you can't find that on Disney Plus anymore because Disney deleted it and have called it a tax write-off. Was it that bad? That bad. Oh. That bad. And and so they know when they're making shit. I, th- I think it's not long until the uh, Samuel L. Jackson series Secret Invasion goes the same way because it's terrible. Is it? It is terrible. Um... Oh, I've watched a couple of bits of that. It is bad. Um, yeah, what was the premise? 
Oh yeah, it was quite bad. I watched, in fact, I watched it. Six episodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they it killed was, Kobe. Uh, they killed Kobe. They killed Kobe. They killed, they killed Ben Mendelsohn. Why did they kill Ben Mendelsohn? I don't know who that is. The Australian guy, the old guy. Ooh, Played ooh. Talos the Scroll. Who kills? Kobe, Kobe, Kobe Smulders. Agent oh. Maria Hill and, and How I Met Your Mother. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe Smulders. Kobe. It just turned. It, 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 it could have been such a good story, but then it just degenerated into the old Marvel CGI fest at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, yeah. with old Khaleesi and her, and her really bad CGI arms. She, she's not good. Oh, so bad. So bad. But, yeah, no, that's life, I guess. John, do you have anything else for us? China! Going to the land of China. China? Has um, just said um, your Paris Accords. We are more interested in energy security than we are in paying lip service to your climate change agenda. Well, you know what? I don't like to, I don't like the idea of congratulating China or anything. But quite frankly, I think that's the right move. Well, it's a sensible move. Energy security is probably more more pressing for many many countries. Than they're Absolutely. letting on, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, we spoke Probably. about... Well, actually, Niger's gone very quiet, hasn't it? I haven't heard much about Niger over the last couple of days. No, I'm sure they'll pop back up again soon. Oh, they will, they will. Especially after the guy told Victoria Nula to take a hike. <laughs> hey, I have a question. I have a question. This will be completely unrelated, right? It was a very difficult meeting. <laughs> Because she said you need to re you need to reinstate the guy, um, you know the previous prime minister, right? Mm. In order to get back and get get our aid, and he said, you know what? No, if you keep pushing, we'll kill him. <laughs> they've already yep. now imposed a different prime minister, and they've told the US to get their troops out of the country. Fair enough. That went well, Vicky. It <laughs> went, went, went well. I have a question. It's completely off topic, right? Go on. And, uh, it's a very serious question. What is James Melville? <laughs> Do you want me to say? What well, do you want me reason, to say? Well, the reason is, right, this man pops up. I, I, I literally clicked on Klaus Schwab as a trend, and it was James Melville on Mark Stein's show. What, what is he and what does he know about Klaus Schwab? Well, he's, he's allegedly a journalist, isn't he? No, he's not a journalist. Well, what is he then? I don't know. That's the point. <laughs> he made a tweet what earlier. What is he? He made a tweet earlier that looked like he'd copied it off of someone. I can't remember who. Probably me. <laughs> it was just basically a list of stuff. <laughs> Scottish Diaspora, Communications and Diaspora, 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 yeah. I can't read, I need glasses. Communications and Sponsorship, Commentator and Pundit. What does that mean? I don't like that word, Pundit, what does that mean? Communications and Sponsorship, what does that mean? It means he doesn't know what he does. Ask the Benbrigs the next time we've got him on, he's a pal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. 
Adam says he is a shill. I was going to say that, <laughs> but that's probably not what I should say. But he, he well, seems I, to have stopped copying us, though. He hasn't yeah. copied us for ages. Do you think well, he's still yeah, watching I mean, us? I think might. I think he might got a bit upset. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but we accused him of a bunch. <laughs> well, we did copy. He used to copy us every show. There would be something on the show that he would then tweet and mm. purport it as his own. Right. Am I wrong? Am I a meringue? <laughs> no, he used to do that, yeah. yeah. He used to do that within hours of the show. Um, I will say this. Uh, I'm going to start calling somebody out on a weekly basis, and that oh. is the actor Michael Rappaport. Rappaport? Right? I don't Michael like Rappaport. <laughs> he, most people won't know who he is, right? But he was he, he's allegedly a comedian and allegedly an actor. And has taken to becoming the most foul-mouthed social media commentator going, and he just he, get, he, he gets on the he gets on the old uh, he gets on the old video and he, he starts going, "You fucking this that and the other twomp-loving cocksuckers, bloody bloody," and saying all this shit, just ca calling vast swathes of the American public really quite nasty things. And then he goes on to his podcast and he starts commentating on influencer boxing. Having never involved himself, I don't think even in an arm wrestle, let alone influence some boxing, right? So I've made some, I've made some official um, invitations to him on on Twitter. Well, you have. You've called, man. you've called him out a few times, yeah. Yeah. You want so to fight him? If he wants to talk tough, right, and he talk, act like this big old tough guy, come on, Michael. Come get in the ring. I'm game influencer boxing. Because if you win, which you probably will, you yeah. get to say you finally beat up someone. It's just disabled man, but you finally beat somebody up, right? And if you if you lose, you got beat up by a disabled man. <laughs> I'm game. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to continue to I'm going to continue to invite Max Michael Rappaport to do some YouTube boxing. Speaking of getting called out, yeah, Zuckerberg. Called out Elon today. Oh, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and fine style, I thought. I tell I, you I, what, I, you know what? I, and I, I, I mean, Elon's fine for what he is, but Zuckerberg would take him in a heartbeat. Uh, can't Zuckerberg beat, sort of built himself like a machine now, wouldn't he? You cannot beat that robot strength. No, he <laughs> he's gonna take him down like that. He would crack his neck or his back or something. He, he, there's no way Elon could stand up to the Zuck. The Zuck would happen. I'll, I'll tell you what, Rappaport. If they finally actually make that match happen between them, we can be the undercard. So apparently, Zuck said, "What was it Zuck said?" He said, look, I've been quite serious about this. I've approached such and such. I've put forward dates, but Elon keeps coming back saying, no, no, I can't make that date. And then he comes back with, I need surgery. How about a practice match in your back garden? Yeah, you know, yeah so I can read, but, you, I can read you the, the thing yeah, about them. Right, go on then. I, I, I don't think it was far wrong, but... He said, I think we can all agree, Elon isn't serious, and it's time to move on. Yeah. I offered a real date. Dana White offered to make this a legit competition for charity. Elon won't confirm a date, then says he needs surgery, and now asks to do a practice round in my backyard instead. <laughs> if Elon ever gets serious about a real date and official event, he knows how to reach me. Otherwise, time to move on. I'm going to focus on competing with people who take the sport seriously. 
I think that, I think that is cool. allegedly from Zuckerberg. I, so. Yeah, if that's if that's from the Zuck, then fair play to him. And fair play to him indeed. Anyway, so I think it might be time to wind this down and uh, say goodbye to these beautiful people. Well, I want to talk to you about the massage parlor incident. Oh yeah, give us the <laughs> massage story, and then we, I'm, I can give you a massage story, and then we can go. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't um, remind me, but just as well I remembered. But anyway, so this guy is... Early onset Alzheimer's. He's either on TikTok or something like that, right? He's probably on TikTok. And that's another question that that I pose to the world. Do you have to be in your car when you do a soliloquy to TikTok? Well, Well, you could be having a tripod on the wall. No, 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 no. That was a that he was doing a video thing. But when people right. speak to the camera on TikTok, they always seem to be in their car. There's a good it, reason for that. Is it mandatory? There's a good reason for that. What? Well, the wife's not around. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> right. The massage story. So this guy, um, this guy goes to the massage parlor, and. Um, you, if we open the video, the video opens with him saying, "She's gone to jail. She's gone to jail," and he's quite a young guy, right? Younger than us, even younger than you, right? I would probably say twenties. She's gone to jail. She touched my junk and won't give me my money back. What? <laughs> right. Immediately, my interest is. Peaked, shall we say? <laughs> I'd like to know the backstory here, right? So, Bartley yep. was getting a massage. She touched his genitalia, right? Without invitation, I believe. Yep. And he freaked out and called the cops on her and asked for his money back. Oh my god. Now, my point is. What has happened to the youth of today? <laughs> I, 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 perhaps he was. Perhaps he he doesn't swing that way. <laughs> he certainly. I don't know. Maybe he didn't get happy ending. Maybe he wanted to see her in the jail, but that's not what it normally means. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> and with I'm that, I'm done. <laughs> with that, it's been a happy ending for you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Getting started, a life is a dream or a nightmare starring. Hand me a drink, cause I think I'm going all in. Get me a shrink, who can catch me when I'm falling? Cover up my scars, flip the handlebars, crashing in my car. Wake up in a bar, I'll be a superstar. Just on my avatar, this world is so bizarre. Empty out the reservoir. Yeah, I'm taking six shots, yeah, straight to the face. And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place. Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling. Way. 
day So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay I think I'm going crazy Don't think I'll get on safe So I'm taking six shots all straight to the face I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me? I'm taking six shots, get straight to the face And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay I think I'm going crazy Don't think I'm dead on stage I'm taking six shots all straight to the face I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me? Sometimes you need to let loose Grab juice, get goose, tattoos, taboos Get screwed Loosen up, buttercup, all those hate comments Will never make you feel enough We're all adequate graduates Hearts full of calluses But we know calculus Damn, ain't that fabulous Can't wait to apply all those mathematicus But we can't get a job That pays us enough I'm about to pop up Fuck you, you're lost We all know that we never really want a boss So I'ma do what I want to Something I can't undo Yeah, I'ma do what I want to Something I can't undo Six shots, yeah, straight to the face And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay I think I'm going crazy Don't think I'll get on safe So I'm taking six shots, all straight to the face I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me? I'm taking six shots, yeah, straight to the face And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place Don't know how to stop when I'm Take a six shots, all straight to the face I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me?